and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer, sponsor this program, follow us on Twitter, or even like us on Facebook. We can be found at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Hey, Twyla, how you doing, my friend to the end? <laughs> hey, it's almost the weekend, and I am feeling mighty good. God is great Ooh. and greatly to be praised. Yes, um, he is. You know, I wanted to uh, talk about Psalms 91. It's a very, very uh, popular psalm. We hear it quoted a lot. We hear it in a lot of songs. People make many, many songs about this psalm. It's a very wonderful psalm. And I just really wanted to talk about this psalm. I heard a worship leader singing it a few weeks ago, a version of it, and it has stayed in my spirit and just really ministered to me. It's like, you know, you just keep... Um, you just keep re reliving and rehearsing and re-singing yeah. and meditating yeah. upon it. And I thought, what a what a wonderful scripture to do. We've probably already done a show on it before, but what a wonderful scripture to do a show on. I'm going to read the, and I'm just, just the whole Psalm is amazing and wonderful. I just really want to concentrate on the very first verse actually. But uh, when you get a chance, I would, I would encourage you to definitely uh, take a read of Psalms 91 and mm. see what the Lord will say unto your spirit because it it's it's packed full of wonderful things. But Psalms 91 verse um I actually I'll read a few verses but we're going to concentrate on verse 1 but it is so good I I probably would do a disservice not to read um, it's only 16 verses. We probably should read the whole thing, but let me read a few verses. It says, he that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him, I will trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by noonday, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. And this is a precious promise. A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou see and behold the reward of the wicked. Amen. Mm. But Psalms uh, 91 verse one again says, he that dwells in the secret place 
of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And just really, you know, we'll pray, but I just really wanted to talk about um, God is my hiding place and just my hiding place. If you would pray over this and then we can talk about these verses. Amen. Father, we just thank you for everything that you have done and everything in, in who you are, Father, in the name of Jesus. For surely, oh God, you are our hiding place. We thank you that God, that we can abide under the shadow of your wings, Father, that through you we're hidden, dear Father God. And as a result, God, we have the strength, dear Father God, that you have promised us in the name of Jesus, oh God, that Lord, that you would hold us and keep us, Father God, from the, the onslaughts of the enemy. Father, we just thank you that God, that you are for us and that God, that we have the confidence in you, that God, that in the time of trouble, that you would hide us, that you will rescue us. Father, in the name of Jesus, from the trap of our enemies, Father, we thank you for your protection. Lord, as we, oh God, go through this program, we pray that God, that those who are listening, oh Father God, will be, uh, will be encouraged in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and God put their trust in you. In this, oh God, we pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. You know, there's sometimes in, in life, many times in life, we just need to be encouraged. You know, David found himself going through a difficult time. He, and he said, I, because all his friends had turned against him, he said, I will encourage myself in the Lord. There are oh, times when we just need to, to have a pick me up in an encouraging word and to be reminded of the greatness and the wonderful uh, attributes of our God, the promises of our faithful father. And this Psalm to me is one that gives assurance. It, it tells us that if we would just only put our trust in God, that he yes. would shield us and cover us, that he would keep us and protect us, that even though calamity is happening all around us, we can see it with our eyes, we can behold it, we can hear the noise of it, but it will not be our uh, portion. Uh, it might it might be all around us, but it won't be in our house. And, and if you kind of you know, think back, we just went through three years of COVID all around us, but God kept protecting us and keeping us and sheltering us. And you say, some people may say, but I did get COVID, but are you still here? Did he bring you through it? Yes. Did he make, yes. did he make a way? Uh, even when you thought there was no hope, did he, did he pull like uh, miracles out of, out of, out of nothing? And so I just, I just love this Psalm because first of all, it is conditional. And this promise we need to know is a conditional promise of God. If you do this, God will do the other. If you will abide in the presence of God, if you will make him your hiding place, then he will shelter you in the times of the storm. Amen. Amen. You know, even when you just, what you just said, that he will shelter you in the time of storm, that he would be your hiding place. And just that quick, 
it came to mind where, you know, we're in the time of trouble, in the time of affliction, and sometimes in, with the time of discouragement that you can just run uh, into, like the scripture says, that we, the righteous, can run into him and we are saved. And so when we find ourselves in those conditions and in that situation that, you know, even David said, you speak to my, speak to your soul, you encourage yourself in the Lord, that you can come in to the Lord. You can get on your knees or wherever you are and, and just be truthful and honest with the Lord and say, Lord, I'm experiencing this. He knows it anyway, but that you can talk to him and let him know what is going on in your uh, your situation and how you're feeling. And I just know that when you do that, that he's providing that hiding place. He's providing that shelter, that refuge, that he is going to show up and he's going to show out in your life. I just honestly believe that. I was thinking about just some situations where, you know, you can't lean up on the arms of flesh. All that is gone. They can't help you but you can go to God and he will definitely provide the answer or he can provide that shelter for you until you get the answer in the name of Jesus. Amen. The song says, have a little talk with Jesus. Yes. Tell him all Tell him about, all about your troubles. He will hear your faintest cry and he will answer by and by. I know that when I talk to him, he makes it all right. And mm. so he can carry every burden, every trial, every concern, every fear, everything in your life, you can carry it to God in prayer. He cares about the minutest detail of our life. There is nothing too minute, nothing too minuscule, nothing too big, nothing too difficult for God to handle. He cares about the littlest, tiniest part of your life all the way up to the biggest, most difficult situation. The Bible says that the very hair on your head have been numbered in the mind of God. He knows the number yes, of does. hair on your head. He bottles up every tear that falls from your eye. He cares about you. And, and, you know, I like to, I like to, to, to equate things with analogies, look at things with analogies, um, because it helps me to relate to things a little, a little better. When I think of this Psalms 91 verse one, in, in many of the verses throughout, but verse one specifically, uh, I, I really think of it in terms of, it talks about a, if you, if you, um, abide in God, that he will become your safety and he'll shelter you under his shadow and, and wings you'll abide. And I think of it in terms of a natural storm. If you've ever, depending on what part of the nation you live in, some parts of the nation go through tornadoes, some parts go through hurricanes and all kinds of things. It depends. You know, I'm from Ohio. Uh, we had tornadoes. I'm now in Georgia. I think they still have tornadoes, uh, but I have family that's in California. They would have hurricanes uh, and, and it doesn't matter which one you have or which catastrophe you have. When you go through a difficult storm in the natural, the one thing you want to do is be in a safe place. In Ohio, we used to do tornado drills in school and they mm -hmm. wanted to 
prepared. If, if by chance a tornado happened when the children were in school, they wanted a way to make sure the children were as safe as they could possibly be. So there was a tuck position we had to do in the hallway. And, and thank God no tornado ever happened when I was in school, uh, while I was in school. So, but, but, but you want to be in the safety of shelter during the time of a storm. And it doesn't mean the storm is not happening. The storm is still happening. I've been in some storms when I go outside, it has tore up the trees, tore up the yard, pulled back the roof, messed mm. up cars. I mean, damage everywhere, uh, catastrophe strewn throughout the streets. And you thinking, my God, all this was happening out here. Thank God I was in the safety of my house. Well, that, think of it like that. And, and even, you know, all of us know the story of, we've watched many times in our young youth, the story of the Wizard of Oz and how, uh, you know, when they tell that, show that story that uh, Dorothy is in the house and it's carried away uh, in the tornado, but because she's in the safety of the house, even though the house is twirling around, and we know this actually is real, the house is twirling around in the tornado, it lands and, you know, it's all, it, it, things are all sh in shambles, but she's safe because she was in the safety of the shelter of the house. Well, that's the way I equate this psalm is that you still go through the storms of life, but you are hidden in the safe place of God, in the, in the safety, uh, under the safety of his wings, in the shadow of the almighty. So I'm still going to go through. He doesn't stop the rain from falling. Mm. He doesn't stop the storm from happening, but he makes sure that as I go through the storm of life, I'm safe in his arms. And that is mm. what this psalm is about. That's the assurance that this psalm gives us. If you will abide in him and trust in him, he will keep you safe in times of storm. <laughs> you know, I looked up the word shadow <laughs> because it says when you abide under the shadow in this translation in the passion translation of Shaddai. And so one of the one of the definitions is a person who follows another in order to keep watch upon that person. Mm. <laughs> and that is because, you know, the Bible says and God says that my eyes are upon you. And so, you know, it, 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 that just remind me of that a person who follows another in order to keep watch upon that person. That is awesome to me because that's what he does. He watches. He said, even he said, I have engraven you in the palms of my hand. And he said, there's no place that you can't that you that you can't go that I can't be there. I'm paraphrasing that's that that verse. But I'm telling you, he is there with you wherever you should go. And that, you know, you were talking about the storm. I remember, I think it was three years ago, we had a tornado here. And um, at first we took it lightly, but then we realized it was time to get into that closet. And we found that we didn't have a basement, but we found that that, that closet was going to be the safest place. And that in that closet, you know, as the storm is going, we were safe in that closet, that that was our refuge. That was uh, the, the, our hiding place. That, that was a place that we took refuge in. 
And so I can just see what God is saying, you know, even to those who are burdened, come unto me, all those who are heavy laden and burdened down, and I'll give you rest in the hiding place under the shadow of my wings, in the place where uh, you can come to me and I will speak with you. I will cover you. I will be your defense. I will be your protector. I will be your fortress. I will be your shield. That's what God is saying. Even in this scripture, Twyla, Psalms 91, I, 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 I circled a couple of them. Uh, and it says this. It says, God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. It says, and when you walk into a trap, there I'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. So he's telling you, wherever, whatever the situation is, you know, we could find ourselves in some very precarious places and places that, you know, it looked like, uh, you know, everything is coming against us. It could be in a place where people are uh, false accusations, but he even promised, he said, I'll be with you even there. I remember the time, Twyla, I had to face a situation I did not want to be and God did not want to go through that situation. But God told me, he said, my grace is sufficient. I had to still go through it. But what I did experience was him, his grace. It just wrapped around me. It was like it sat on my lap and I was not um, upset. I was at peace because he was there with me. I felt him. And that's what he's saying to us even now. When you find yourself in those place of affliction, trouble, when you don't know what to do, it whether it's your health or whatever it might be, that you can find a hiding place in him and he will be a protector. He is our protector and he is our safety and he is our shelter. And, and I'm telling you, if you have never been through, uh, literally been through, a storm like a tornado or a hurricane. I know that you've seen one on TV and you've seen the after effects of one on TV and it is horrendous. And the, the yes, aftermath is. is devastating. And many times you'll see them always interview people uh, after the tornadoes. I, I mostly see tornadoes, but I've seen hurricanes too, but you'll see, you'll see them uh, interview people after the tornadoes and they'll they'll say that they've lost everything and then they'll show mm. the house and it looks like every room in the house was destroyed I don't know how they survived in that house but they survived you know like you said maybe in a closet or in a bathtub or in a corner or something and but every other part of the house is totally obliterated and destroyed and and you just look and you say my god how could it be and that is what God does for us. He will he will put you in such a place in him if you trust him and seek him and abide in him. He will put you in such a place that you can experience the peace of Jesus. You, and when I say the peace of Jesus, uh, you know, he is the Prince of Peace and he gives peace that passes understanding. When I say the peace of Jesus, I mean, literally the peace of Jesus. You remember when the disciples were on the ship and Jesus was in the bottom of the boat and he went to sleep and they were like, go wake him up. We about to drown. And we trying to, we was trying to do this on our own. And that's the problem right there. 
we were trying to do this on our own, but this isn't working. Somebody go wake up Jesus. And when they, first of all, you, you wonder how, how is it that they appear fretful for their life, their very life. And he's down in this bottom of the boat asleep. How, how could that be? If it's such a bad storm, how is he? Cause he is the Prince of peace and he will give you such a peace that even in the midst of the storm, you can rest and, and not let the, the turmoil that's happening on the outside affect you on the inside. And you say, sure. well, Sometimes you wonder, well, how can you be at peace and at rest is because you have come to a place that you know that there is nothing you can change about the situation by worrying or fretting. So you may as well just trust in God trust. and let him handle it. Because no matter how much you can pull your nails out, bite your nails off, pull your hair out, you can worry till you done manifested illness in your body. It doesn't matter. You can't change one thing about the circumstance. So let God handle it and rest in him. And he will give you the ability to uh, be at peace in the midst of the storm. It's, it's just what he does. He is the Prince of Peace. He gives peace like no other. Amen. And you can rest in him. And there's one song that that I really, that I had thought about when we were um, going to do this topic. And it used to be a song that I remember so vividly that we used to sing all the time. And it was very, very, uh, popular song uh, back in the day, so to speak. But it it was a song by Dillis, Dennis uh, Miller, and it talks about uh, the storms that keep on raging in our lives. And um, sometimes, you know, you feel like there is no let up or no reprieve of what you're going through. And his song is entitled, My Soul Has Been Anchored in the Lord. And some of the lyrics say, though the storms keep on raging in my life, they don't stop. And sometimes it's hard to tell the night from the day. Still, that hope that lies within is reassured as I keep my eyes upon the distant shore. I know he'll lead me safely to that blessed place he has prepared. Mm. But this is the thing he says, but if, but if the storms don't cease and if the winds keep on blowing, my soul has been anchored in the Lord. Meaning I have found that place in God where he is my anchor, my hiding place, my safe place. And even if these storms don't let up and this wind doesn't stop blowing, I'm going to be all right. And I just want to tell you that this evening, that if you put your trust in God, no matter how difficult life storms are you that you're going through, you are going to be all right. Amen. You know, Twilight, on the bottom part of Psalms 91, is this, and um, it says, I will answer, this is the Lord saying, I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. It says, I will satisfy you with a full life, with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. That's a powerful statement. 
is that he says that whenever you cry unto him, he said, and every time you pray, he said, you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. That is an awesome, uh, awesome promise. And you know, sometimes when we're going through those things, we, we really don't, we really, we really do need to remember this and even recite it back to him and say, Lord, you said that whenever I cry, whenever I pray, that you, that I will feel your presence in the time of trouble. Lord God, help me to feel your presence, to hear your voice. Tell me what to do. Give me wisdom in Jesus' name. And that is the promise. He said, and I will deliver you and bring you honor. And I will satisfy you with a full life. And it goes on to talk. It's got, like you said, it really has 16 verses to it. But even reading this in the tra Passion Translation, it is awesome. The promises that he spoke, that he spoke. They said that he spoke this, to, I think they said Moses wrote this, but God's speaking. And we can definitely read in the word of God, the times that he showed up for Moses and for the children of Israel in their time of trouble. And he's no respecter of person. What he does for one, he'll do for you. Amen. And you you just talked about, you know, the promise of God hearing our prayer and being present with us when we cry. And that's also the assurance that he gives us in Psalm 34, that the Lord is nigh to them that are of a broken heart. So when you are at your lowest point, God is with you. And that's the one assurance that we need to make sure we never allow the enemy to steal from us that knowledge and that confidence and that faith is that God is with us, God is for us, and God is in us all the time. He says, I am with you always. I never leave you and I never forsake you. So sometimes we don't feel his presence. And this is one thing I have come to know that even when I can't feel him and even when I don't sense him, he has never stopped working That's right. on my behalf. He That's is right. always with me and in me and for me. And no matter what the enemy tries to tell you and how he tries to lie to you otherwise, that is a definite fact that God is always with you. You are never alone. And when he's with you, he's with you as the great comforter. He's with you as the healer. He's with you as your defense and your shelter. He is for you. He's not just with you, but he is for you because, you know, there can, there are sometimes people will be with you, but they aren't, they will be, uh, but they're not for you. They'll be with you, but they're really against you, but he is with you and he is for you. He fights for you. He defends you. He loves you. He cares for you. And he has promised that if you put your trust in him, that he will keep you um, sheltered and he will be your hiding place. I know that when you were young, all of us did, that we played at some point, we played hide and seek and we would, and we would, uh, someone would be it. We would call it, they were it. And then the rest of us would go run and hide. And when you run and hide, you you try to find the, the most secure place where you think they would not find you. Well, I can tell you that we are sheltered under the shadow of the almighty. And, and you know what's good about this? It's not 
quite the same as our childhood game of hide and seek. In hide and seek, you tried to find the place where the person who was it could not find you. So you didn't hide in plain sight. But when we are sheltered in God, this is what he showed me. When we are sheltered in God, hidden under the shadow of the Almighty, you are not, it's not like the enemy doesn't know where you are. He knows where you are, and that's what frustrates him the most. You remember when the Bible says that, that the devil walks to and fro, uh, the earth seeking mm -hmm. him, they devour. And then the mm -hmm. Bible says of Job that God said, have you considered my servant Job? And he said, oh, yeah, I considered him. I see him, but you keep protecting you got a hedge him. Around him. Yes. You got a hedge around him, and I can't get, I see him. I, I've been trying to get to him, but you won't let me get to him. The devil knows where you are. He sees where you are. He tries to get to you where you are. But when you stay hidden in Christ Jesus, there's nothing he can do about it. And that's what's so frustrating. He tries to get to you, but he can't get through God. God, Girl, is, your he God is your safety and there's nothing the devil can do about it. If you trust in God and you stay hidden in him, he will be your safe place and your hiding place. My God, that's awesome. It says that God represents, God represented as a protector of his people under the following types of figures. And one of them that is listed here, one is God of, of battles, but the other one, as you were expressing, is that he is our defense. He blocks things. He keeps us from stumbling. He frustrates the um, uh, the plans of the enemy, just like he did with what he said with Job. He says, "I would get, I would try to come against him, but you got a hedge around about him. We have a hedge around about us." And you know what, Twilight? Even is thinking that. And in the mornings when we pray, we always plead the blood of Jesus over our lives. And we say we're blessed when we go out, and we're blessed when we come in, and we believe that. We believe that, that when we go out, we are blessed. When we come back in, we are blessed, that no harm will come upon us. And those are the things that we have to repeat to God, which expresses our confidence in him. And I heard a man that say, said this today. He said, when you decree a thing, he says, you have to believe that which you decree, that which you come in agreement with God, that's exactly what's going to happen. Because the Bible says, decree of things. All those things that are not as though they as were. As though they be. And he said, listen, the, he said, you know, there's a scripture. He said, decree a thing and it shall be established. Absolutely. And that's our confidence. And, and, and our declaration yeah. this evening is that we are abiding in the shelter. Um, we are abiding in the shelter of God's presence and we are hidden. He has become our hiding place. We don't have to worry. We don't have to fret. We don't have to uh, be fearful. Uh, so many times he has told us to fear not uh, for he is with us and he is our defense. As you said, he is our shelter and our protector. So if you dwell in his presence, if you if you desire, David said, this one thing have I desired of God and I seek after with all of my heart that mm. I may dwell in the presence of God. If you dwell in the secret place of the most high, 
He will be your hiding place. And that is our declaration this, this evening. We decree and declare that God is my hiding place. Yes, Amen. Amen. And we you know looking at the word abide or this description that says here to continue in a particular condition, attitude, or relationship. If we continue in him, we abide, we dwell in him. In him, we live, breathe, and have our being. If we abide in him. In and, him you, and you know, don't, don't do the foolish thing. During, if you have gone through a difficult storm, a real storm, a literal storm in life, uh, whether it's hurricane or tornado or or tsunami or whatever, you you really don't in the in the right in the heat of in the midst of that storm, you don't go open the door and look outside to see what it's like. You no, you don't. You really don't. <laughs> I mean, you can hear it. You can hear the the force of the wind and you can hear the force of the rain and the clap clapping of the thunder. You can hear it. And a lot of times during tornadoes, they say it sounds like a train coming through mm -hmm. a locomotive. Mm -hmm. You can mm -hmm. hear it. So right when that stuff is happening, you don't go open the door and look outside. And I said that to say that in life, as you're going through difficulties and you wonder, you know, where, how is God, is God doing what he, don't, don't, don't go take yourself out of the presence of God. Don't, don't leave that dwelling place uh, where you, that you have that safe place that you have in God. Uh, don't, don't, don't abandon the presence of the almighty, because if you do, then you take yourself away from that shelter, that hiding place that he has uh, for you. And we don't want you to expose yourself to the elements. You know, um, Paul was doing well and fine walking on the water until he took his eyes off of Jesus. And then he, and he, and you know, when he took his eyes off of Jesus, what he did put his eyes on was the storm. And so when you start looking at the storm and taking your eyes off Jesus, you'll begin to experience the effect and the impact of the storm. He began to sink. So we want you to keep your eyes on the Lord, stay yeah. hidden in uh, and dwelling in that safe place with him. And he will forever perpetually without fail, he'll be your hiding place. So as we pray for you, we pray that God keep you and shelter you. We pray that God watch over you and protect you. That is that he makes his face to shine upon you and that he gives you his gives peace, you rest. And that yeah. you know that he is your safe place, that his face shines upon you, that his favor is upon you, that you know he's with you and for you, and that uh, there is nothing that he cannot do and will not do for those who put their trust in him. Dear God, we thank you for the lives of all those listening to yes, this podcast. Yes. We pray for their safe place in you, Father. We thank you, God. As wonderful as our homes and secure as our homes may be, there is no place like the shelter of the Almighty God. So would you keep us sheltered in you as we put our trust and confidence in you? Let none of us ever doubt or wonder if you are with us and for us. Let us never 
never doubt if the safe place we have in you is sufficient for the storm that we are going through. But let us be confidently assured that there is no greater place to be than in the safety that you have prepared for those who trust in you. We will dwell in the secret place of the Most High as we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Thank you. You are my hiding place. You always fill my heart. With songs of deliverance Whenever I am afraid You are my hiding place You always fill my heart for tuning in. This has been Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? Come visit us at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We'd like you to join us for morning prayer. Follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. Even see how you can sponsor this show. Again, it's www.whatdoesthelordsay.com.